0: I'm Shannon the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm here with Katie. Oh, hi. Hi. (laughs) Um, Today, I'm going to teach Katie all about starting seeds indoors, cold crop vegetables, things you can do early spring to get your garden going, your vegetable garden going.
1: Well, I'm not going to pay attention until (laughs) I sip my tea. And the tea that we're sharing today is... The last one was Shannon's pick, Mm -hmm. Um, and so today I get to pick the tea, and it is called Sloan. It's a pretty posh-looking tin It does look a little fancy. It is fancy. Yeah. Uh, I always see it at, like, spas or, like, specialty tea shops. It smells like it would be... This brand. So they do, like, green teas, and they do, Mm -hmm. like, all kinds of different stuff. It's such a beautiful tin. Even the tin you want to keep after you're done. Yeah. This... Tea, though, is a very special collaboration that it's actually a Toronto cake designer hmm. that I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she partnered with Sloan to make her own tea blend. And her name is Nadia and Co. That's her company. So while you're listening, if you want to look up her Instagram and fall deeply, deeply in love with her artistry, I encourage you. What did she do? She's a cake decorator or maker. Okay. She makes, makes cakes, but she right. makes specialty cakes for events like weddings or uh, engagements, that kind of thing. But she hand paints them. that You will never like see. flowers? Yes. <gasps> flowers. Mm. She's done like Alice in Wonderland. Anymore. Oh, cool. Like I can't even describe it. You have to look it up. Nadia and Co. And it's just the most beautiful I've ever seen. And so when she came out with this tea, I've already previously liked this brand. I was so excited. And the only way you could get the tea is if you direct messaged her and you got on like a wait <laughs> list. So this tea is pretty and, special. Okay. So I haven't had a sip yet. The, the gonna... description for the tea is citrus and floral notes. And of course, okay. because she paints these beautiful flowers, I knew her tea was going to be very inspired uh, for like citrus and floral, you said? Yeah. Like, okay, Let's a good, see. It's a dessert type tea. And it is so. Oh, she's making a face. Well, not a full again. face. <gasps> sure.
0: It's it's florally. Hmm.
1: It's very floral. But is I feel... it
0: full herbal tea or is it like a black tea type?
1: It's a black base.
0: Okay, because I say I taste the black tea in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure it's a black base. It's a little hot. Oh yeah. So beso- full... Oh, let me describe this okay. to you. Okay. It's a bespoke tea perfumed with Italian bergamot and blended with fine French lavender and rose petals, creating a fairy tale-inspired infusion with classic citrus and floral notes. <gasps>
0: yes, okay, so I get all Yes, yeah, I get all that. It, it.
1: This is the ultimate tea party tea. Yes. Like, when we sis- should be wearing gowns.
0: And a fascinator. Yes. When this cools down, I'll be able to take a bigger sip, but it's good so far.
1: Oh, I didn't know Sloan Tea Company was from Toronto. Ooh. So you can check out the website for Sloan Tea at... S-L-O-A-N-E-T-E-A dot com. Or just go and check out Nadia and Co.'s cake work. She's amazing. I don't and, have an event. And this and is either. not
0: an ad for her. No, you it isn't, but
1: it's passionately just.
0: passionately love this tea.
1: I like flowers, and she can just pan paint. Mm-hmm. I don't even like
0: I wish I like, could paint flowers.
1: I'm a savory kind of mm-hmm. girl, but her artwork is just stunning. Like, we should probably have her make us a cake. Okay. Cheers. Okay. For, like, our 100th episode, we will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cheers. All right. So talk to me mm-hmm. about getting my seeds started here. Okay. So
0: this time of year, everyone wants to get going in the garden. We got, start a, whiny, something. We got a whiny
1: Jackson again yes. today, guys. Jackson He's is needy Shannon's today. dog. He <laughs> just wants us to be mic'd up and talk
0: to us. Yes.
1: We're going to hopefully have him chill out next to us. <laughs> and down.
0: So let's hear it. Okay. So to start your veggie garden, everyone loves to do vegetable gardens. Some things you can start inside are broccoli, brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, lettuce, peppers, tomatoes. Those are
1: called cold cold crops? No,
0: these ones you can start, I'm going to start, these ones you can start inside first by seed. Okay. Okay. These that are easily transplanted into the garden afterwards. Because not all veggies you should start inside and not all veggies when you start inside are easy to transplant. So some things you should put directly into the garden, some things you should buy already started. So there's different things. And by all means, try out whatever you want and give it a go because that's part (laughs) of gardening. So these vegetables, yeah, exactly, can be started inside, but you have to be careful to transplant them. So these ones would probably be better to Plant them in something that's biodegradable that you don't have to disturb the roots putting them into the ground, right? So, like a cocoa thing or like an
1: eggshell,
0: egg shell, yes, newspaper, pot. exactly. We've shared so a few of those we on have. the
1: page, and people
0: how, love that. Yeah. Like, it's fun things to do inside and fun to with the kids, right? Totally to get the kids craft. involved. Absolutely. So, these craft. veggies are celery, chard, cucumber, melons, peas, pumpkins, spinach, and squash. Hmm. You can start inside, but start in ones you can put right into the ground you don't have to take out of the pot okay so then things these there's only a couple of things here that I'm going to list that you shouldn't start indoors only because they're so easy to start outside don't even start them inside beans beets carrots and corn just directly sow right into the garden and everything whenever you buy them on a seed pack will have the instructions on when to start how to plant them how deep and when to put them outside So the other thing I said to you was cold crops, and a lot of people don't know what this, what that means.
1: 100%, I have no clue.
0: Yes, so cold crops are vegetables that, like the cooler weather, do better in the cooler weather, and therefore you can start them outside in the cooler weather. Some things like tomatoes, peppers, beans, you cannot do if the temperatures blow. And it's not even the air temperature, it's the soil temperature. Okay. Okay? They don't like their feet cold.
1: And when you're saying starting them mm-hmm. in the cold ground, mm-hmm. are you talking about, like, a seed?
0: Um, some are seeds, some are plants.
1: Some are, like, a yes. little baby plant. And
0: we will have cold crops. And when you... Um, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we will put up... We'll post right away as soon as we get them in. And you they can put first. them in. They yes. come first. Okay. The first things, like, pansies and these are the first things you can put in. Oh. So... Something some cold crops are, beets, broccoli, brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, uh, kale, lettuces, onions, peas, spinach. There's so many more on this Those list. I'm like, just okay, reading something.
1: Those sound like the healthiest vegetables. Mm-hmm. Those are like all the hot. Mm -hmm. Topic veggies, the ones that people are juicing like crazy right now. Yep. How interesting. But they're also all cold crops. Yes.
0: So, and some of these have a shorter um, growth time too. So again, read the packets and they'll tell you how many days to harvest. So some of these things you can't, well, not can't, don't grow as well in the hot summer because they just don't like the hot weather. So once the summer starts cooling down again, depending on how many days to harvest, you could plant them again closer to the end of the summer and have the cooler fall.
1: I'm laughing okay. because this I didn't know you had a cat. <laughs> you get, and like the you oldest cat in the world just came out of nowhere and started and meowing at you. Jumped on my lap. Yes. He looks like a wizard. Yeah, he's cute. Shannon, how old is this cat?
0: I don't know. He got him from the pound. <laughs> um
1: We'll post a picture of him. Yeah, he's
0: I've had him for, years he's <laughs> probably close to 20. I've had him for over 10 years. I
1: tried my best to keep it cool, but I had to yeah. I had to let out my He math. likes the attention. Okay.
0: Okay, so these cold season crops, you can, like I said, you can put in the ground, as long as you can start digging in the ground. Clearly, you can't put it in the ground still frozen. You can always put them in pots. That way, you can add your soil, put them in. Um, they do say frost hardy, but I never take that like I I'll say you cover them it. exactly why risk it you put the money into it you put the effort into it a really really light frost would probably be okay but I again why not just go out and put a frost blanket over it you can buy frost blankets we have them they're really really light on the see-through but it just keeps the frost off them um, if you don't want to bother with that or you're caught off guard you can use like old bed sheets something that's really really light okay. that you just lay over top but then take off right in the morning, right away.
1: Yeah, I remember last year, I remember you guys posted that there was, mm-hmm. like, an unexpected drop, yeah. and you were like,
0: quickly, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because you, <laughs> yeah. you spend money picking everything out, or spend time picking everything out, then you spend money on the stuff, then you go home and plant it all and prepare it all, only to have the cold, oh. wipe it out. Right. So, we always like to warn God everybody. Bless the
1: farmers. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> So, again, all these things, and it's such a nice thing, like, everyone's raring to go in the spring, and a lot of things you can't start planting till May or June. Like, peppers and tomatoes shouldn't go in before June, unless for whatever reason we have a very balmy May, but that never happens. So, are you rarely. predicting
1: cold crop is April?
0: Cold crop, well, depending on how March is, but yes, April, 100%. Cool. Yes. Okay. So, you can get them in, get something going, you can get your gardening
1: thing so- going. With a cold crop, I'm wondering if that means since they're so early, can you have a second round? Yes. Like you can grow, say, yeah. you grew a beautiful set of beets, and then yes. it's what, I don't know how long they take to grow. Well, but like yeah, beets
0: don't take a long time at all. And again, I don't have any seed packs in front of me to see how long it takes to harvest. But a lot of these, and when you come to the garden center, we have the vegetables. We will tell you how often you can plant them, and it's called succession planting. So beets, radishes, um, I think beans, lettuce, a lot of them don't take a long time. So you could plant some like every two, three weeks. And that way, too, a lot of people put everything in all at once, and then you have everything harvested almost all at once. Like some things are within a week or so or whatever, right? But if you do succession planting, then you can have... Beets and radishes and everything, not just once in one big harvest or within a week. You can have them yeah. over the course of a month or two months. So, and yeah, always change it up in your garden. You can have one spot for beets or half a line for beets for this time and then two weeks plant the rest of the line or however you're going to, one pot for one, one pot for another. Not everything has to be in the ground, be in pots. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So, when you're starting the, if you're going to start the stuff inside, you want a good seed starting mix. Um, We have a really nice organic seed starting mix you can use. It's nice and light, has vermiculite and perlite in it, which you need. You can use cell packs, or like I said before, you can use the like biodegradable. We have cocoa lining ones. You can get fiber ones, like you said, eggshell newspaper. If you want to get the kids involved with crafts and stuff like that, you can do that. Um, You want to keep it in a really bright window, like a south window. Um, You want as much light as possible and consistent lighting. So if it's going to be one that you get a lot of shade from a tree outside or something like that, get a grow light. Um, you can also use, some people use a heating pad underneath just to keep the temperature c- consistent for them. And because seeds are seeds, a lot of them are really tiny, you don't want to use a watering can on them because that will drown them. Use a mister and then just mist the soil.
1: And so what about germinating the seeds? Like I've seen, like before I had... You as an expert mm-hmm. friend. Yes, I would Google or YouTube video this, mm-hmm. and I saw people putting like I am not kidding you. One year, I took seeds. I went on this Etsy seed heirloom seed mm-hmm. buying spree. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, and I put them all inside wet paper towels in a Ziploc bag, and it said yes. to place them on top of your like DVD player. Yeah, because it's warm. Yeah. So yeah, tar- some and it worked, and it kind of spread it. But then yes. I thought can I just skip this step?
0: Some you can, some you can't, depending on the seed and depending, again, read the direction on the packet. Um, some things you need to moisten to get them to break germination. Some you scarify and it's, it's almost like you just kind of cut the shell just a tiny bit to get the seed going. Again, you don't have to be, and that's getting technical, so you can 100% try it if you want to or... Not try it at all. Put it into the ground. But a lot of people have had luck with not doing it. Again, read the packet. though; They'll tell you on the packet. And even if you have to do it, it's so easy. And it is, again, if you have kids, it's really cool having the kids involved in that and seeing it sprout. So.
1: I like it. Yeah.
0: Did you have luck with it when you did it?
1: Um, yeah. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I did. I I checked on them when they were germinating. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I took some out that had... Germinated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right term, yep. but anyway, I, I when they, I saw that little root yep. start, I then transferred them into little eggshell right. pots, mm-hmm. and then I did move them to my garden,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then I never had a vegetable fully grow that right. I ingested because <laughs> I and then summer came, and then we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, in other podcasts, but like the care, yes. I didn't keep up with it. And it's, it was heartbreaking. I yeah. have, I still have all of those seeds. But you that were I successful
0: bought. germinating and starting them. Yeah. See, that's half the battle. But
1: Here's the other question. Because it is,
0: some people can't even get that part done. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a heartbreaking loss that yeah. was. But but again, it's gardening. It's it gardening. happens. Let it go. Yes. Nature. Yes. So the other thing is too, I have all those seeds that I spent all this money on, bought, bought from wherever that mm-hmm. they mailed to me uh i keep them in a box in like a tin i got this really cute little tin that Mm -hmm. says seeds on it and it's got these little metal dividers and i've dropped them all in there but i keep them in my mud room and my mud room over winter freezes and i looked at that box the other day i was like i never brought that in the house is it a problem if those seeds maybe froze over the winter?
0: Again, some some need cold, some don't.
1: But seeds, like I'm not talking like they're in a no,
0: bag. Some seeds like cold, and some seeds even need cold to germinate. I remember when I was in school, we had to do a whole seeding class; like it was part of our lesson. And some, we did all these things. Some, we had to scarify. Some, we kept them really warm. Some, we kept in cold cellars. And we all, it was almost like an experiment to see which ones did best in which way. So, some seeds need that cold time. Some don't. And cold time sometimes did some freezing. So, they might be good. They might not. Again, try it out. And seeds don't last forever. Like, seeds sometimes oh. only last for a year or so. And like they're not good. They're
1: four years old.
0: They might not be good anymore.
1: Shoot. Okay, well. Do uh, you want know will Try. See I'll what happens. We'll yeah. extra baby at them and see if they come to life. Yeah. I did get this year from a sweet old man that lives down the street. I got a giant pumpkin seed. Oh cool. It's registered, it even has a number written on the seed. Most seeds will. And yep. so I might try and give that one a whirl. Mm-hmm. And you said that's cold crop, pumpkin.
0: Uh Did I say cold crop pumpkin
1: squash? To me, that's pumpkin.
0: Let's see, because pumpkins I thought was warm. Oh, but
1: um, putting you on the no, it's warm. Oh shoot! So I was gonna say
0: it's warm. No, because I was gonna say I didn't think I said squash. Squash is one you can start outside.
1: Okay, not
0: a cold crop. Squash is warm.
1: So what time of year should I wait to do that
0: one? You want to wait till the soil temperature is usually around 15 degrees. So this... unfortunately for us, that's usually June. But again, <laughs> yeah. like I read a study that they, again, in school you do all these fun experiments like this. You do a pepper plant in May when everyone wants to plant. Then you do a pepper plant in June when you're supposed to. The May one may be bigger later, but the June one produces better because its feet weren't cold. Peppers do not like that. Tomatoes don't like that. The squash don't like that. You have to have, like, they have to have a certain, they'll grow, Mm -hmm. they'll produce. But if you wait and just be patient until it's time, they'll perform better for you. Okay. And another note, because we say to stay, wait till June, our veggies, like our cold crops will come in in April and then our rest of our crops will usually come in starting sometime around Mother's Day and into the long weekend. If you see something and you specifically want something, get it then. Because there's no promise. We can even get it into June when it's time to plant. Our supplier might be out. We just don't have it when you want it, that kind of thing. So if you see it and it's something you really want, get it when you see it and keep it like in a sunroom. It can stay outside during the day when it's nice and just pop it inside, something like that.
1: Just like winners. Yeah. <laughs> you see a good pine. 100%. Yes. Don't wait. Okay. Yes. okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: Another tip for growing is only grow what you're going to eat.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: You can try... <laughs> yes. You can try one or two new things, but don't go, like, nuts and buy everything there is. And you first, you probably don't have room for it all because you do need room for the stuff. And if you're not going to eat it, why grow it? That's the whole point of the vegetables, right? So, again, if you want to try one or two new things or something like that, go ahead. But grow what you're gonna eat what you like what your kids are gonna like it might even get your kids to eat something new too. seeing it grow might interest them but yeah when I
1: my dad he's so obsessed with veggie gardening and when I go to his house he says go pick some tomatoes I Mm -hmm. have too many yeah he just overdoes it Mm because I think for him not even growing a tomato and having it to eat it's Mm -hmm. the growing part he loves right that's why Kind
0: of yeah. It. No, it's fun. And it, that's fun with gardening too. If you have some neighbors that all grow stuff and if you're really like tight with your neighbors, you could always, each of you grow something different because if you don't have enough room and then kind of put your stuff together yeah, and share the stuff.
1: Have a little dinner party. Yeah.
0: Have like a harvest
1: crop swap. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but if you have room, grow it all. But if you don't, maybe there's someone else or your mom or dad somewhere or a family member somewhere else, you know, you can share different crops, but
1: yeah. Well, that has made me pretty hungry so <laughs> i'm gonna go make a salad
0: yes. <laughs> i'm gonna finish this tea it's, what do you it's give good. it
1: how many green thumbs out of 10 mm.
0: it's gonna grow on me i'm gonna say seven and eight but i would imagine i would continue to drink this so it's probably gonna go up to a 10 at some point Ooh, yeah i yeah, like it it's, it's good i was worried about this one because it sounds very it smells very florally and i was worried about that but it's...
1: It smells far more floral than it actually tastes. Yes. It's pretty... It's a really elegant flavor. I
0: was just going to say it's very mm-hmm. elegant. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I've enjoyed my tea party with you today.
0: Thank you got me in a sip again. Thank you. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> I hope I taught you something.
1: Oh, always. Always, always. <laughs> Bye.